0: Our Heavenly Father, please fill this space and wherever the listeners are with your Holy Spirit and open up their ears to hear your message and let my words be your words in Jesus' name. I am human and prone to error. Please help me if any of my flesh gets in the way of your message because my heart's desire is only to share what you have placed on my heart. Guide me with the Holy Spirit, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name I pray this. Amen. I felt Jesus spoke to me in my morning prayer and said to tell this to the others for this episode. Earth is a temporary dwelling to prepare you for what is to come in eternity. Use earth to shine like an emerald and bring light to the people. Bring them out of the darkness and love them and lead them to follow me alone. Because in eternity, that is all that matters. All else are trials and tests to bring you to me. The people must make a choice. Do they want everlasting life, peace, joy and hope in their lives? If they do, then they must follow me alone. For there is no other way to the Father. Wide is the gate to darkness, but the gate to light and eternal life with your Father is narrow, and it is only through following me. No one comes to the Father except through me, for I am the life, the light, and the way. I am in eternity, and I am waiting for you. Come as you are and repent for your sins. God's glory surpasses all. So what do you guys think? Is earth a temporary dwelling place according to the Bible? Here are some verses in the Bible about that. Matthew 24, 35 states, Heaven and earth Will pass away, but my words will never pass away. 2 Peter 313 states, But in keeping with His promise, we are looking forward to a new heaven and a new earth where righteousness dwells. It seems it is, according to the Bible. But what about scientifically? So many planets have come and gone through time. It only takes a simple search on the Internet to see all the different ways Earth can perish and the universe can collapse suddenly. There are theories from scientists and physicists, anywhere from black holes swallowing us to the universe going into a small, hard ball by falling on itself due to an increase in heaviness of atoms. Only God knows which way we will all go. What is written in the Bible matches some of these theories. Eternity, however, with God, will last forever. Remember that God is love. If we choose, we can join God in eternity in the new heaven and earth that He promises us. God's glory surpasses all. 2 Corinthians 4.17-18 states, For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Let's try to see a glimpse of this eternity and why our perspective matters on earth. Close your eyes and imagine leaving earth and going past the stars and the universe. Now look at your problems from afar with God's pure love for you. How do your problems look now? Most people say, the farther you go away in this imaginary scenario from your problems, the smaller and unimportant they become. Then, when you think of God's love for you, you can feel protected, at peace and joyful, knowing that He will take care of you and all of your problems eternally you suddenly start understanding how although these trials and tribulations hurt fully now on earth, they are but a tiny speck in time compared to all eternity. Here on earth, if you repent for your sins and follow Jesus, you get the Holy Spirit to bring you to all truth and to bring you peace, joy, and hope amidst these trials. In eternity, all that matters is if we follow Jesus or not. Did we handle our problems like Jesus would or not? Do we follow his commandments? Do we love God? Do we handle our problems with people with love? Do we love purely, fully, and unconditionally like Jesus did? Do we love all of God's creation or only some? This is what matters in eternity and on earth. This is what we are mainly here to do in our journey on earth. What is our purpose here? Proverbs nineteen twenty one states, Many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. Each of us needs a purpose to live a more fulfilling life. The Bible states that God can give us a purpose. In doing our purpose, we should still do it with love as the highest commandment in our lives. Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven to 40 states, Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. To Jesus, what matters most is for us to be saved and dwell in eternity with Him, because He knows what's to come. He sees our trials and tribulations and promises us peace if we follow Him. I have heard some people say, if God is so loving, Why would he allow all of this suffering? And so they choose to not follow God or decide that there is no God because they do not understand why he would allow some to suffer so much. Some say, why did innocent people get bombed in war and die? Or why do I get this difficult life when these other people have it so easy? I am so sorry for your losses Trials and difficulties, but only God knows why those trials happen to you individually. I don't know that because I am only human. I can only tell you that you have a choice to feel peace throughout your trials and tell you what I heard in my prayers that matches the Bible overall. I can tell you from my experience of trials in my life that although I pray for a blessed and healthy life in the future, without many major trials and tribulations, the one thing I loved about the difficult times I have had so far is that they gave me an opportunity to come closer to God, and for that I am forever grateful. Without some of these trials, I would have not had the opportunity to get closer to God and I would not have had the capability of being shaped by the Holy Spirit into a more Christ-like character filled with love for others. I and those of you who follow Jesus regularly will continue to be shaped more into becoming Christ-like I would not have had the opportunity to experience being out of the world and feel more peaceful, joyful, and hopeful, although I am still in the world. God has left this choice to follow Him to us. Through all of our trials, we have a choice. We can choose to follow Him, and if we do, He promises us peace throughout the trials. Pray to God to be saved and for Him to grant you the gift of faith in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ of Nazareth and believe in His resurrection from death. John 16.33 states, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Jesus wants us saved to the degree that he even willingly went through suffering and died on the cross for our sins, so we can be saved by believing in him. He also promises us eternal life with him, where there will be no more suffering if we follow him. Revelation 21.4 states, He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain. For the old order of things has passed away. Matthew 7.13-14 states, Enter through the narrow gate. For wide is the gate, and broad is the road that leads to destruction. And many enter through it. But small is the gate, and narrow the road that leads to life. And only a few find it. John 14.6 states, Jesus answered, I am the way, and the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. What are we to do then while we are on earth before reaching eternity? He says we are to shine like an emerald and bring light to the people. Let's look at how an emerald shines in the Bible and what it signifies. Revelation 4, 3 states, and the one who sat there had the appearance of jasper and ruby. A rainbow that shone like an emerald encircled the throne. Ezekiel one twenty-eight states, Like the appearance of a rainbow in the clouds on a rainy day, so was the radiance around him. This was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. In Exodus 39.10-11 it states, Then they mounted foyer rows of precious stones on it. The first row was carnelian, chrysolite, and beryl. The second row was turquoise, lapis, lazuli, and emerald. This is a description of the breastplate of the priestly garment. 2 Corinthians 4.6 states, For God who said, let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of God's glory displayed in the face of Christ. Emeralds are one of the big three stones because they are rare. What I understand from the shine like an emerald part of my morning listening prayer from these three Bible passages and the rarity of this stone is to shine the light of Jesus that is within those of us who follow him on earth. We are to act Christ-like in the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. We can do this by following the highest commandments of loving God and loving people fully. This can bring the Holy Spirit to complete God's work on earth and save as many people as possible. The existence of Jesus is not a fairy tale like some say, but a historical fact shown in books other than the Bible as well. You are welcome to look it up or watch how journalist and author Lee Strobel, who was an atheist, researched Jesus Christ To see how he could disprove his existence and resurrection. And in the end of his research, he became an avid follower of Jesus and wrote many books and a movie called The Case for Christ. His research included looking at various sources, talking to a doctor and a psychologist choose to believe in Romans 10.9 that states, If you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. By believing in Romans 10.9 and following Jesus alone, you can choose eternity with God Instead of forever, be separated from him. May God bless you and your families and bring you peace. Oh, see, little Jesus boy. Oh,